Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now, earlier in the week, the Economic and Social Research Institute, that's the ESRI as we know them, uh, downgraded substantially its outlook for GDP growth in the Irish economy. But it said that the underlying position of the economy is still very strong. This seems to continue uh, to be an economic narrative we've been observing here for a while. And uh, we seem to be being told that things are both good and bad at the same time. I'm delighted to be joined now by Cliff Taylor. He's the imagining editor of the Irish Times, who regular listeners will know uh, that I read his column every week. Good morning, Cliff. How are you? Good morning, Bob. Thanks, Bobby. I'm great. And yeah, yourself? we won't get into the iced coffee debate with you, but we'll ask uh, you about no. about I'm, more I'm economic matters. I'm with your texture that says coffee has to be hot. I'm, I'm 100% behind. Well, behind we, we'll keep that for another day. So just maybe remind us about this latest ERSI forecast, Cliff. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, I suppose, for, 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 for some years now, we've been looking at a picture where the uh, the multinational sector has been surging ahead and the domestic economy has been has been has been following but not at the same pace yeah and now things have kind of turned around a bit at least in terms of the figures uh, so you know in terms of, of, of measured growth um, the multinational sector has 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 fallen off a bit largely due to uh, a sharp decline in pharmaceutical exports. Yeah, do we know any? Can you just tell us a bit more about that? The pharma sector seems to be experiencing a downturn in terms yeah. of its trade performance. Why would that be? As ever, as ever, this is this, this is a difficult one to get under the under the bonnet of, if you like. I mean, there is a a general international growth slowdown, as we know. Uh, so, so it is possible that the sector, like like a lot of, lot of others, is suffering as part of that. But also, there's been really massive growth in pharma exports here over the last four or five years, in particular. Uh, and it is possible that this is just, you know, a blip in, in an upward trend or whatever, or maybe a bit of a flattening out after a very fast growth period. We, we, we just don't know. And of course, some of the growth in, in in multinational exports has been has been driven by a thing called contract manufacturing, where firms in Ireland agree for stuff to be produced elsewhere in the world. But it's still counted in our economic figures, even though it really doesn't mean that much for our economy. So there could be a bit of a, a bit of that going on as well. So I mean, long story short, it's just a little flag that the ESRI are raising uh, and say, look, this is this is this is one to watch now over the last over the next six to nine months to see how it pans out. But such is the volume of pharma exports uh, that it has a big impact on the figures. And the ESRI has downgraded its estimates for. GDP growth uh, this year from five point five percent to just zero point five percent, which is which is pretty yeah. Much and that five point five percent was with us back in March, which is only like four eight weeks ago. Absolutely, yeah. Now, I mean, the domestic economy continues strong. So, look, what what are the implications of the of this? We'll, number one, we just have to see if it continues, uh, and and it kind of has a wider impact in areas like you know, recruitment and, and particularly corporation tax in, in the months ahead. We just don't know. But for now, certainly the domestic economy, it, it remains very strong. And the SRI saying that it's going to grow, if you exclude the multinational factors, that, that its measure of the domestic economy is going to grow by 3.5% this year, 4.4% next year. The unemployment rate to remain under 4%. 
So, you know, the Irish economic statistics are never easy to understand. But, we, you know, we're in a technical recession or we have been in what's called a technical recession, yet the domestic economy has never been stronger. I know, it's really hard to get your head around it. Do you, do you think, Cliff, that we need to, to reevaluate the benchmarks of growth and GDP? Because there seems to be so many distortions that it's, you can almost get any answer you want. You can, yeah. I mean, you could, you could take, with this set of figures, you could really take the glass half empty or glass half full approach and, and make a strong argument for it. Um, you know, I would, re- for, for now, I'd, I'd remain reasonably optimistic in that the domestic economy is the one we all live in and yeah. it continues to do well. But yes, I, I, I think economists have argued for some years that we, we should pretty much ignore GDP. Uh, because it's so distorted uh, by multinational factors, by aircraft leasing, uh, by contract manufacturing, tax planning, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, all the things we know about. Now, now it is relevant because it has had an impact. The rise in GDP has had an impact on our corporate tax receipts, for example. Yeah. But in terms of a judge of the overall economy, for sure, GDP is a bad measure, and I think economists and forecasters and, and agencies have, are, are still struggling to come up with another measure. The CSO uh, came up with one a few years ago called uh, Gross National Income Star, uh, which is not a very uh, catchy name. We haven't heard much about that recently. No, and unfortunately, the figures come out kind of a long way in, in, in kind of uh, a long way after afterwards, you know, six months after the year has ended. So, so it's not much use in terms of, of current trends. So uh, the SRI, the central bank, t- tend to look at measures of domestic demand to try and judge the real temperature of the economy. Um, politics and economics are never far apart, and um, we've got, uh, you know, we've got uh, income tax cuts being touted now by some government TDs. So they also distort what's going on in terms of where the political uh, landscape lies. Yeah, absolutely, and I mean we're going to see the first real indication of what the government thinking is on this next week because a thing called the summer economic statement is going to be published by the finance minister michael mcgrath and that's going to tell us in in broad numbers where the government sees the the next budget going and how much scope there might be for for reducing taxes or putting up spending whether the government is going to stick by you know its previous rule to keep spending growth at five percent so that there will be some really important indicators there of where the land lies and, and where the argument is, is is settling between you know ministers who want to spend and cut taxes and other more cautious ones uh, like Michael McGrath and Pascal Dunne who want to keep a bit of a rein on things. But look, I think to, to some extent the tax cutting debate I think has seen people talking past each other a bit, right? Because uh, the ESRI is saying we, we don't believe the tax burden should fall, uh, and uh, you know government ministers are are saying well you know taxes credits have to be adjusted. I think that we are most certainly going to see some change in income tax in the budget. And, and that is justified by the fact that the system has to be adjusted for inflation if we all aren't going to end up paying slightly more of our income in tax next year. So there are going to be adjustments. Uh, there are going to be increases in tax credits. There, there are going to be, there is going to be an increase in the rate at which people enter the higher income tax, uh, 40% income tax rate. The question, I think, is how significant they're going to be and are they just going to be enough to compensate for inflation or, or, or is the government going to go a bit further? And, and I think the same then applies 
on the spending side in areas like like, like welfare and pensions, uh, we are going to see measures to compensate for inflation. But are we going to see something beyond that? I think that's that's where the row is okay. going to lie. That's where the base is going to lie. Well, listen, Cliff, thank you for your analysis. It's always appreciated. That's Cliff Taylor, the managing editor there of the Irish Times. Thanks for joining me. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.